Yo, this is Brandon Jennings. I'm about to get technical with Bonzi and She on Ballers Life. Yo, yes, yes, yes. Hey, uh, look, I'm excited about this show too, right? So I got my little brother on here today. You know what I'm saying? And yo, it's it's just crazy how how you know God puts people in your life and then you see them one day and then later on in life you see them again and you know it's still like nothing's ever happened so ladies and gentlemen without introduction hey i want to introduce y'all to the 10th pick of the 2009 draft brandon jennings my little brother you know what i'm saying what up, what, up, what, up, what up what up ogs what up man uh, y'all the legends man hey. first of all man welcome to the show man welcome to the show and we want to just, we're glad we're catching you calm right now because the way you've been burnt <laughs> up the last week and the way you've been <laughs> you on these videos and stuff, man, I don't even know if I even recognize you the way you was burnt up. We're going to get into that later on, but I want to just say welcome to the show, man, for coming through and showing us some love. No, nah, man, thank you for having me, man. It's an honor right here, man. I'm with the legends, so let's let's get it. Let's get it. Man, for sure. So let me, let me ask you, just get into it right away, BJ. So yeah. here it is. It's what? You graduated high school in what? Uh, 08? Yeah, 2008. Okay. So here it is, 08. You know what I'm saying? You talking it over with your family about what you want to do. You have the opportunity to go to the league or go overseas and, you know, play, get some get some uh, uh, experience under your belt. You know, didn't, didn't go to college. Uh, you went overseas to get some experience under your belt. Talk about that a little bit for me, man, about, about being a young kid, just graduating high school from uh, California, and now here you are thousands and thousands of miles across the water playing against professionals at that time, you know, professional men and other professional kids. Like, like talk about that and some of the competition you ran into. Yeah, well, well, well I graduated from uh, Oak Hill. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Oak Hill. So I had to, so I went to Dominguez for two years, and then, you know, it was rare to even leave Dominguez to go to Oak Hill. Mm -hmm big rivals so i went to oak hill for a year and then my decision was just off based off because i felt like i was ready like i wanted to always you know at that time our dream was to go into the nba you know out of high school you know if you were good enough or you know at that right. time so mm -hmm. i just felt like i was ready for something new and i love to take risks and you know having a guy like sonny Vaccaro behind my back at that time like the godfather hoop that's helped a lot of us you know in the game of basketball started abcd camp you know a lot of the young guys don't know that's going to be watching um mm -hmm. abc sure you guys went nike camps and all that so he yeah. was one of the no nah, no nah, we all didn't get to go to there but that's not that's, that's, that's <laughs> another story. all right well but having sunny uh my mom my agent bill duffy at the time um you know oh. yeah you know they helped me out a whole lot um you know mm -hmm. with that with that process and and sunny's wife pam too man you know she was really there for me too a lot well okay well pj look Let's talk about those. So this is 09, yeah. 08, 09, you know, when you were having this mindset. So yeah. now you fast forward to 2021 because what you did in 09, a lot of people don't even understand what you really did. That you, that you were one of the first ones, if not the first, that said, you know what, I'm not going to go to college. College is not for me, but it's time for me to be a professional. And the NBA actually had that you, could, you couldn't go into the league until you were 19. Am I correct? Or was it a year, yeah. out, of, year out of high yeah. school? It was yeah. 19. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, it was a year out of high school, and you had to be nineteen. Okay, nineteen. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I didn't remember if it was both or just one. So, yeah. 
when you went over to overseas to make the, the decision to go overseas, like, hey, I feel like I'm a pro, so I'm going to just go over here and play. That's kind of rolling the dice, if if if, if you, you know, might I add, that's kind of rolling the dice. Did you feel like after you had your first season? Because if you look at your numbers in your first season, they probably didn't wild everybody, to, you know, to make them think yeah, that you were. Not for sure. You know, so were you nervous going into the process or did you, like, you know, right before to, to the draft or did, were you confident going into the draft that you were still going to be a lottery pick? Um, I mean, at that time, you know, I took a big risk. So, you know, I had Jay Billis killing me. I had all these, you know, everybody in the NCAA just thrashing me. So, yeah. I, you, you know, I, I knew it was, a, it was a lot on my shoulders. And I was like, yo, if this don't work, if I don't prove that this worked or, you know, whatever happens, then, you know, it probably, you know, every kid's going to have to just, you know, go to college. And, and not saying that that was a bad thing to go to college, but shit, we want to get paid. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, a lot of us was getting paid in high schools and things like that at that time. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was a big risk, but my, my thing is I worked hard every day, though. My numbers didn't show, but the experience that I had playing against grown men at uh, Allen Ray was my first vet that I met over there that went to Villanova, you know, yeah. Allen Ray for years. So I played against him, Eric Boykins. I played against him twice. So he was always in my ear talking about things. Uh, Travis Best, you know, yes. Travis, yes. Travis Best, man. Like, and he was giving me game about, like, you know, being a point guard and what it's going to take to get to the league. So I had, like, I was always talking to the right people and, Bill Duffy at the time, my agent, he had a, 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 my own trainer. So every day I was learning the Euro step and all that. So mm-hmm. my confidence going into the draft was high because I knew everything coming off the of pick and roll and what guys needed to see because I did it the whole year. Yeah. So check this, Bonds. Cra- crazy thing, right? So mm-hmm. back in back in 09, right? Okay. Uh, 08, 08, no. Oh, 08, 09. So here I am overseas. So mm-hmm. it's myself. This back when I was married, myself. My ex-wife, we over there, we in the airport, you know, just on this long ass flight. So we waiting at uh baggage claim forever for our bags, right? So boom, get our bags and we starting to walk out. Who do I see? I see Sonny Vaccaro. I'm like, oh, what's up, Sonny? You know, with Sonny being, you know, one of the sneaker wizards that he is for both Nike and Adidas. Um, yeah. you know, I was like, hey, what's up, Sonny? And you know, we shot the breeze for a second, then he was like, Hey, he said, You see this kid right here? He's like, you remember this name. This kid's going to be big in the NBA in a couple of years. I'm like, all right, what's, what's his name? He said, uh, he said his name is Brandon Jennings. He said, remember that name, Sheed. I'm telling you, Brandon Jennings. And I'm like, all right, bet. So then, boom, here it is. Like about, you know, a year or two later. And then, you know, I'm just sitting at home chilling. You know how you flip through the games and everything. And then, boom. He's playing in Milwaukee. I said, oh, shit. I said, hey, babe. I said, hey, babe, come here. Come here. I said, this is the young boy that Sonny said. Right? And then, I was like, you know, I was geek for you. And then also having to have the chance to, uh, you know, be one of your coaches in Detroit when you and I were out there together, man, that, that was a blessing, dog. You know, and, and that that to get to know you even more, you know, and for you to be the type of person that you are, to get to know the type of person that you are and your family and everything, man. I you know, I'm just humbled by it. And I was I was I was real happy for you, bro. I'm I'm real happy for the for the career that you had. You going out there busting cats ass, everything, and you transitioned over. You know what I'm saying? Talk yeah. a little bit about how how you went from out there on the court, Euro stepping, killing with that little quick left cross that you got into now you doing a lot of things you're doing off the court. Well, first, man, I'm honored, man, just coming from a legend, like a champion yourself. And, you know, you know, uh, the talks that we had when we was in Detroit, man, just everything that you know me with, like, you know, mentally, 
um, just outside of basketball, you know what I'm saying? Talking about doing things with my money and, you know, pursuing other things. You know, I, I remember sometimes you were talking about uh, you were into technology a lot. So that was just, mm-hmm. you know, talks and conversations like that. I always appreciate it. But as far as just like, you know, man, my game, I mean, I just, you, you know, it just comes from, I think, my home, my, my home, my mother, like, you know, what I'm saying the, everything that she sacrificed for for me being able to have those last pair of shoes that I know she couldn't afford or, you know, right. like that. so that dog mentality and, you know, that chip on my shoulder came from my, 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 you know, my childhood from not having a lot and, you know, working to for everything that I have and understanding, you know, as a man, you know, that's what you got to do. So, you know, that's where, that's where my game come from. Like, it's just that dog, like, I'm there. Yeah. That back bro, so it's just bro. like you know, yeah, it's just like I don't want to go back to that. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely we know that, you know. So a, a, a motivational tool right there for sure. Yeah. Ain't trying to go back. Well, let's talk about well, speaking of going back, let's talk about where you've been. So you went from Compton, yeah, to the East Coast. Yeah. Then you go to Italy. Yep. Now you come back to Milwaukee. Let's talk about that relationship in Milwaukee because you know what what I love to see and you know Rashi you know we've seen with you know with some guys where they have such a great relationship post basketball with an organization because of what you've done while you was there I love to see that you were such a part of, of, of everything they was doing out there let's talk about from the moment that you got into Milwaukee and just the relationship that that you've had throughout these years. Yeah, uh, man, my, I mean, you know, Milwaukee drafted me, um, you know, Skip Robinson, Dan Smichek to to the front office, a lot of guys, um, you know, they were just always good for, good to me. You know, I, I was young. I was 19. Yeah, you know, right. to figure it out. You know, when we're young, we're just trying to figure it out, trying to, you know, just trying to just play basketball. So, you know, they treated me like family and. Um, you know, I had some great years in, in Milwaukee. You know, I can't front, you know. Um, and sometimes in business, you know, when things aren't on the up and up, you know, changes have to come. And that doesn't mean that, you know, I, you know, as young guys, we shouldn't take that personally because it's a business. And we have to understand that this is a business. So, yeah. you know, we got to, uh, you know, so so for me, you know, it wasn't never anything salty. Um, you know, I knew things were changing. You know, Scott Scouts got fired. Um, you know, other things were changing. So, you know, but the four years I had was great, man. It was great. It was awesome. And, you know, it made me who I was, you know. And also, man, Detroit, too. I had a great run in Detroit, too, before I got hurt. A lot of people don't know. Like, man, I was coming to my own, too. So even yeah. if between me and Chris Middleton and Brandon Knight and all that, it it was a good trade at the time. I mean, shit, because we were, you know, we went to Detroit. We bring some excitement, too. You know, um, you know, we were able to do some. We were trying to do some things. So, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. It kind of brought both both things, both cities back. And I and I want y'all young fellas out there to hear what he said that this this game of basketball, once you get to that NBA level, it's a business. Yes. You can't take it personal. Y'all heard him. It's a business. Don't don't yes. take it personal. Yeah. So so here you are. You in the league now, right? So just two years ago, you know, you're watching. NBA Sundays and Thursdays on TNT and all that. And, you know, you sent some of your idols out there going at it. So fast forward two years now, you're going against those same, those same guys. How did you feel? What, 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 did, what did you feel like inside? Were you excited? Were you nervous? Were you like, oh, I'm going to bust his ass tonight? Were you like, damn, I hope, I hope he don't chop me up? With, like, what was in your mind, dog? Um, I was nervous, but I was also ready too at the same time. Like I was just ready for whatever. Like I just felt like I set the whole year in Italy. 
um, and now have a chance to go against Gilbert Arenas, Chauncey Billups, uh, Mike Bibby, Steve Nash, um, Jason Kidd. Mm. You, you, I mean, you know, some dogs. Um, yeah, that's that's a stellar crew you just named. Yeah, season boy, it was the best. some season yeah. week boy. Yeah, Darren Williams, CP3, oh. uh, Devin Harris, like you know, a bunch of you know, a bunch of you know guys every night. So um, yeah, I was just ready, man. I was just I was just ready, and I and, and I didn't care. Like like you know, mm-hmm. I was just like you know, I'm you know, come back from Italy. I know you know, I know this game, but my confidence was high because I already played against older like you know yeah. professionals. So my confidence was always high. It was just, you know, a little nervous, you know. You're a rookie. I'm right. starting, you know, I'm a rookie starting in the NBA. Like, you know, it's like, damn, all right, shit, right, right in the rubble. And I came in talking shit. Yeah. I was like, you know, about, you know, just, you know, about my teammates, about just everything. I was like, Yo, I'm better than that person, that person, that person. So I already had it, like, chip on my shoulder. That's what you don't do. Don't call yeah. out nobody. <laughs> don't call out nobody. So. Well, what, what, well, you had a hell of a chip. Let's talk about that chip on your shoulder you had against that boy you had fit that, that double nickel against. Now let's talk let's us through that game. How, let's talk us through that game, how you felt, and let's talk about the exactly what your homeboy said to you immediately when you got to your phone after the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the 55 point game is crazy because I didn't score at all in the first quarter. I was like 0 for 5. I was like struggling from the field. Yeah. And I don't know, I just remember uh my boy Rico. Uh, my boy Rico, he does all the workouts out here in UCLA. Yeah, he said something right. to me at halftime. He came up to me. He was like, yeah, all right, young fella. I was like, yeah, watch. I'm going to turn up on y'all. And then I ended up going for like 35 in the third. And then we ended up winning the game uh, in, in like, over, I think, overtime or regulation or something like that. But mm-hmm. after that, I went to like Denny's the next day. And Scott Scott was like, yeah, come in my office the next day. Like, it was no, like, it was nothing. The, uh, but but I had, I had a beer with Kurt Thomas after. He was like, yo, young fella, come here. KT. Yeah, so he was like, and it's just all for the, all for the youngest too, man. You gotta have best like this though. Yeah. Thomas told me he was like, yo, he was in the shower taking sh- uh, drinking beer. He was like, yo, don't think they love you now. He was like, you know, said, don't think they love you. He said, yeah, you ain't here. You know, saying you you selling, yeah, you this and that, yeah, you you putting these people in the seats, but don't think they love you. He yeah. said, you know, make sure you take care of your shit. You know, what I'm saying you keep your nose clean, and you know, what I'm saying you just do what you gotta do. And like I, I never forget that, but that was just some real shit. Like after a moment like that, like you know, you need, you know, he was able to tell me some like you know some real shit. Yeah, so, keep you grounded, man. That's that's a real vet right there. Yeah, Kurt Thomas. So that was the realest like news I got after. Yeah, right there. Man, it's it's, it's definitely you know a, a a blessing, you know when when it comes to uh, all of this basketball stuff, and so. Let me ask you this off top, too. Were you out there for – did Milwaukee bring you out there for any of the finals games? Yeah, game six, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, uh, after they won game five, um, yeah, after they won game five, the organization they called, they wanted me to be a part of the, you know, the celebration and everything. So I was like, of course, like, you know, I come out, come down. And actually, two hours before, Kanye didn't show up. So that's how I got those seats. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Hell yeah, let's go!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's supposed to be Kanye season, and I was like, "Well, shit, taking shots with Dave Chappelle was on. It was lit." So man, it was a good. Time. You, you you were so turned up, but 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 as we was talking about your game, and I, I we'll talk about the prayer here in a second. But I, when I used to think about your game, you were so ahead of your time. You know, you're one of those guys. I feel like I was born too soon. You was probably born eight to ten years early because you was the guy, one of the guys that got into your bag for the deep jump shot, which is common now. 
You know what I mean? Like, and, and I know you played over in Europe and you might have had a chance to see it, but everybody is doing a combo, combo, step back, step back. And if you and if you watch the league, a lot of these guys are doing some of your snatches that you used to do. And the people, kids don't really understand the snatches they used to do to these guys to that jump shot. So do you feel like that you, you know, you're seeing some of your game in these NBA players? And how do you feel about the evolution of it? Man, I, first, uh, I love the evolution of the game. I mean, I love that, like, the, the score, the you know, the everybody's shooting threes and guys are shooting deep. And, I mean, because it's like, yo, play, like, you know, now you got to guard up. Like, there's no more just letting guys come down and walk up the balls. Like, no, that's a good shot now. Yeah. Um, but have I seen a lot of my – not really. I mean, not too much. Because, like you said, like, I'm more old school. So, a, a lot of my game, I took from Kenny Anderson. Yeah. Man, he was not a lefty. You know, saying Kenny Anderson. So I'm a big like Kenny Anderson fan. So, you know, yeah, that was my big like idol coming up. Yeah, Mr. Chiz, that that was my man too. I played with him when I was a young boy. Uh, when I first got traded out to Portland, yeah. I played with Mr. Chibs, and you know, he yeah, he's a great point guard too. He helped me with with my pick and roll game. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Coming coming straight out of school when I was a young boy, yeah. so. Yeah, definitely. You got you got some some hella fire idols there, dog. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Who who do you like in this game today, man? What what guards you like out here today? Uh man, I love Dave. I love Dave. I love Steph. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, KD. You know, Giannis. Um, you know, I love that boy Luca up in Dallas. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Kawhi Leonard, of course. You know, and Brian. You know, Bron, and you know, you know, of course, and stuff like that. So yeah. Um, but for the youngest, um, I like to see Devin Booker come back. I want to see what he's gonna do next year after this, like after, like you know, I say after some defeat. Like I want to see, like right. you know, what I'm saying like who is he gonna become now? Because he's a killer. So you know, I want to see who is he gonna become now. So, so let me ask you this: now, now, now some people will say that this, this is an asterisk championship for the Bucks because there was a lot of injuries, a lot of the key team. Kind of one of the key dogs or whatever didn't play. So let's just say hypothetically, if everybody's healthy next year, do you yeah. think Milwaukee got a chance of repeating if everybody's healthy? I mean, well, I feel like when you taste the championship, I feel like you always have a chance to repeat. I mean, you know, once you taste the like, you know, she you taste this champagne and stuff like that. So you always gonna feel like, you know, shit, we the best. So um, of course, right. um, you know, of course, Milwaukee should always feel that way. Um, you know, I like Brooklyn. Um, you know, I still like Brooklyn if they're healthy. Um, you know the Lakers. I mean, you can never count the Lakers out. We gotta see what type of moves they they, they make. But also go to state too, though. You know, yeah. state is gonna be interesting. Man. Yeah. You know, I'm so saying they all come back healthy. That's gonna be an interesting. You know, if they can get another piece. You know. Mm -hmm. You know, because you can never count out. You know, Steph and Clay. So. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned the moves the Lakers gonna make. I know what move they're trying to make. Who? Any time. I like to see. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would like to see Dave go to Oakland. Go to where? Oakland. Oakland who? Go, go to the Warriors. Go small and put him and Steph in the backcourt. Man. Man let's, you to, I mean, let's yeah. it. They better extend that zone, boy. They're going to be standing next zone to half court. That's fine, but you got to come I back mean, to like this. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm just speaking hypothetically there. I wouldn't mind them coming to the East Coast, you know, to right here, you know, <laughs> you know, in oh, Philly and everything, you know. Are you, you're, a, you're, you're a Philly fan this year? 
Oh, I'm always a Philly fan. I just told you I was brown bagging last year. You already know <laughs> okay, why and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, I, I, I had, you know, the same the same way BJ wear the brown bag over his head during football season for the Raiders. Oh, you know, here I, we go. I, here I, we go. I had <laughs> that on for not this season. year. Not this Don't year. Don't get us started. Don't get us started. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Don't get us started on that football. All right, yeah. man, he, he got the nerve to be a Raiders fan, Bonds. Next. All right, next. All right, 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 all some of this new age stuff is going on with the social media. And yeah, what you got going on. What you be doing, man, because a lot of times I kept up with you through some of the social media. You playing in all these different leagues and turning up and stuff. Do you think with, with the social media and playing ball, is that just the wave now that you got to go turn up in those different tournaments to show people you can hoop in those different leagues? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think real hoopers hoop. Real hoopers hoop anywhere. Um, I mean, I came to North Carolina and hooped in North Carolina. Remember, uh, she – out there so during yeah. the lockdown year we was hooping in like seven different cities and stuff like that um and then you create a lot of content also for yourself so right now with all that content and stuff for me hooping um, i'm doing i'm doing an nft with uh ballless life of all my high sure. school state yeah. highlights uh of everything that uh you know i've conferenced in high school basketball um so welcome to the family yes yeah. sir Thank you. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> for sure um so yeah, we're going to do that with Wallace Life. Introduce it to the NFT world, um, the new um, digital, you know, marketing world, and also we're going to sell physical copies and stuff. So you're actually going to be able to get physical, like exclusive, personal items from me. Word. Talk, talk, talk about talk about your apparel. Talk about your clothing. What's, yes. What's, what's, what's tough crowd? Uh, so tough crowd is a brand that I started in 2018 when I went to China. I was telling Bonzi earlier, uh, I had went to China for like three, for like three months and um, just, you know, living in China, seeing the, like seeing the different, um, how our culture embraces, like, you know, the China and everything like that. That made me just want to come back and start a brand. And, you know, I was falling out in love with basketball at that time. So right. I needed something like, I needed something, I was looking for something like tough, like, yeah, basically just tough and, you know, something like with a dog and, you know, tough crowd, just like what I've been in China. Because, like Bonzi said, he's been to China, so um, not knowing no languages, foreign mm -hmm. food, different ways of like living and stuff like that. I just felt like it was a tough crowd, so I wanted to bring it back to LA. So I put it on my collar. So the marketing tool behind it was it's on the collar, yeah, so you take a selfie. Oh, sweet. Okay. So you know, everybody likes to take selfies and stuff yeah. like that. So it was some. I was like in 2018. It was like the big selfie thing. So I was like, yo. We should <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. Hey, hey, she, how wild is this? He played for the same team that I played for when I went to China in 2009. Yeah. But see, the, you know, and, and what I love about what you just said is like when I went over there in 2009, my mind wasn't open the way his mind was. I wasn't ready mm -hmm. to embrace all the opportunities that the China, Chinese market and the people and everything had to offer. I was just more we like Koof. I was just more or less. I, I I was trying to use China, you know, for lack like, yeah. like of better words, to put up stats so I can make it back to the NBA. And you know, like he said, I was done, almost done with the NBA mentally too. So I should have wish I was on your same page. So hats off to you, my brother, man. That's that's Thank a blessing. You. You thought outside the box, man. You created your brand. I wish that was something I would have done, but you know, you you've been a trendsetter, and, and you're gonna continue to set trends, man. So blessings on your you on your future endeavors. That's what's up, bro. 
No, thank you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Sure. Yeah, for sure. And we definitely got to get up, BJ, at, at some point, man, you know, yeah. get back on that pool table. Yeah, man, you got to come yeah. to the house, man. You know, I got tough crowd clothes. I got whatever for y'all, man. You know, I, I, I'm definitely going to see you guys a package, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah, good brother, definitely. Two legends, bro. Wow. Yeah, we, we wow. appreciate it. We're definitely showing love on the, on the show, man. We're, we're, we're definitely supporting anything you have, man. That's what we do. We definitely support each other. That's just, that's just all the way with us NBA players mm -hmm. support. Hey man, where can the people find you at, man? On the gram, Twitter, where, yeah, where yeah. can people find you at? Yeah, so um, we can find us on tough t u f f underscore crowd on the Instagram, and then our website is toughcrowd.com t u f f crowd.com, and yeah, you can find everything from apparel. And also, we're taking tough crowd to uh, the metaverse world and crypto world. So we'll be selling awesome. exclusive. We'll be selling exclusive tough crowd uh merch and on the nft wow Incredible. make sure you got three x's dog i'm i'm a three x i'm a big dude you know what i'm saying i'm an xl yeah. bro. i'm losing them pounds man xl oh no 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 i'm i'm a three x i'm old school i'm not wearing all that tight shit, yeah, dog. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? i like i like my all shit right, to be right. loose yeah, yeah I mean? my bad yeah my bad bon, yeah. Bon, look bonzi like you know what i'm saying bonzi, <laughs> you know? i'm just trying to live dog i'm just trying to stay fit and live <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you coming through good buddy man blessings to you and everything your family man and all your future endeavors my brother man, nah, really right. appreciate man thank you to you guys man this opportunity man you know, I don't do a lot of interviews, but man, for sure, for you guys, she, Bonzi, man, for sure, man. Thank you, for real. Seriously. Man, thank, thank, thank you. you. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Jennings. Yes, sir. My brother. Yes, sir.